I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! to start the show sort of like with a serious question, but has anybody seen Jordan? <laughs> For real? <laughs> I was hoping he was, I, honestly I was hoping he was out here, because I was backstage and I didn't see him back there. Um, I guess I was kind of counting on him to show up for this. said you had a great opening bit. The great yeah. opening bit was you coming out in a Spider-Man costume? Yes, Jesse, this is a con. I've been reading up on cons on Bing, and uh, this is what you do. I don't know, where's your superhero outfit? Jordan, this is my event. I feel like I know how you're supposed to dress in an event like this. It's sweet. Yeah. Really? Huh. So it's not superhero outfits. Wait, did you say you were wearing a superhero outfit because it was a con? Yeah, yeah. Con, Max Fun, con. No, look, you, maybe you, you've been to like WonderCon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's making you think that. Sure. Look out in the audience right now. Do you see anyone dressed up as anything? Do you see any sexy Leia's? <laughs> oh, I thought I did, but no. Uh, <laughs> that's because this isn't that kind of con. Not all cons are exactly the same, Jordan. Huh. I just thought all the dudes were wearing Scott Pilgrim outfits. <laughs> I thought it was, it was mania for the new movie coming up. Jordan, I, I, what I'm concerned about, honestly, is that you may have a fundamental misunderstanding yeah. of the nature of Jeez, this event. I know. I hope I, don't, uh, I hope I don't faux pas further. Do you want to talk I'm feeling, about... I'm feeling a little silly right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, maybe I should just run down... Do you want to talk? Tell me. Well, okay. I mean, about I, this. okay. I, I know I kind of uh, pulled a boner with this whole Spider-Man thing, but I'm pretty sure I have a good grasp on what else goes on at a con. I feel like I'm not so sure about that. I'm not as sure as you are. Okay. Do you I want just, to talk about? Yeah, yeah, how no, about here, this? I'll just, Sorry, guys. Give I'll, me. Just, I don't want to. Since you were the con master, sure. Uh, rather than me, who put this whole thing on. Yeah. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what everyone does at con? Oh, sure. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. We'll just get this out of the way now. Um, so, okay, as everyone knows, at cons, uh, animals can talk and they're trying to steal your money with card games. <laughs> right? I don't think that happens at cons, Jordan. Where did you hear that animals can talk at cons? I don't cons? know. Where'd you hear about the oil spill? It's just in the zeitgeist. <laughs> Just out there, I don't know. Someone, I, Newsweek. I don't. Newsweek. What do you think about that? 
I disbelieve, okay. frankly. Wait, okay, what else? All right, well, everybody knows at a con, if you find a dead squirrel, you have to desecrate the body. <laughs> desecrate the body? Yeah, like... What chop is this, the French and Indian no, War? Just, you chop off its head, or if it's two dead squirrels, you make it look like they're humping. Just desecrate the body so the ghost doesn't try and steal your money with card games. Con. There We're at a con. So, there are so many gross... I don't really, I wanted to say misinterpretations, but I don't know what you could have started with that would have gotten you to ghosts of squirrels that are fucking. First of all, you make it look like they're fucking, so they're... Never mind. Okay, there's going to be a corn... more of this? There's going to be a corn cob contest, though. I don't even know. What is a corn cob contest? I don't know. It's your thing. What else? You tell me. What else? Captain Con. You have to learn to operate a cotton gin. Jordan. What? Why? To separate you... the seeds from the cotton. And to put an end to slavery. We're at a con. Jordan, this is, a, this is seriously a fucked up thing that you have going on in your head. We gotta do some gay stuff though, right? No! Well, uh, I'm uh, two steps ahead for whatever that is. <laughs> it's not a con. I would like to know what it is I've been preparing for. Jordan, this is a... I feel like this, I feel like this whole show has now gotten off to the most horrible foot it possibly could have. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, I also, it also makes me feel like we should have planned more things to do in this show. Yeah. Um, if you... I have nine more misconceptions. <laughs> I mean, that was the cream of the crop. Uh, you, you know what? But Mel I've got Brooks, some dumb ones. You know, you know what Mel Brooks always says when it comes to comedy, more is better. Sure, exactly. Um, you start with the good ones, and then you, you move to the dumb ones. This is, your, this is our second Max Fun. Yes, it is. I feel like this one may be even better than the first one. I think it has. Yes, it's the, been, uh, the it's weather been outside is spectacular. Beautiful weather. I've, I feel like we've, um, we've overcome my like, number one objection to Max Fun Con. Mm -hmm. And granted, I, I'm the mastermind of this operation. So I guess technically my, yeah, my number one... Yeah, you continue to object for some reason. <laughs> Technically, Perhaps my a personality one, defect. My, my number one objection would probably be $40,000 in credit card debt. So I guess this would be <laughs> sure, my number sure, two sure. objection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the, the sort of, I don't, know what to, I don't know how to say it, overpresence of nature and the natural world. Yeah, sure. All that majesty. I feel like All that majesty's pissing you off, right? We've spent, we've spent hundreds of years learning to defy God's will. Sure. Why would we backslide willingly now? Yeah. We're, we're, we're crawling right up into God's lair where he can sneak up on us. I mean, we've all, heard, we've all heard the story of Johnny Appleseed, right? Sure. That's a story about how we now have dominion over plants. And we can keep them away from our population centers. Sure. Jonah and the whale. <laughs> we can trick a whale into being our house. Just like we've tricked America into letting us live in it free of bee attacks. I don't like that. America, she is a cruel mistress. Sure. Particularly in the area of bees. Of bee sure. Um, but it's good. I feel like it's really nice, don't you? Absolutely. Like it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have all these people here. There's like, there's literally, there's 200 people in this room. Absolutely. And they're all, all, many of them are happy to see us. Yes. 
I like being in a, a place uh, and coming to a performance where the biggest laugh of the day was uh, was gotten making a joke about someone's Twitter handle. <laughs> can I, can I, sandwich. This is this is an issue that came up for me. I feel like a lot in planning this big event, and it is um, it's people saying to you, "Well, in this economy, I feel like there are what maybe." 4% of Americans now who are unemployed who weren't unemployed two years ago. Sure. 4% um, greater. So the, for those people, they can say anything they want. They can say, well, considering I don't have a job, those people are cool. Yeah. Okay? And they can pee in the street. Exactly. <laughs> there are... I believe that's how the statutes are written. <laughs> they ask for verification of employment. Yeah, what you do is you, you mail in a form or go down to the office. You get a green stamp, which you apply to your genitals. <laughs> and then if someone sees you peeing in the streets, uh, they give you what's called a friendship pass. I feel like, I feel like at this point, though, anything that goes wrong... People are, feel completely comfortable to blame it on the economy. Sure. People who, look, some people work in retail. You know what I mean? Maybe their margins are down and they had to lay off some people. They feel bad about it. But I don't know about you. My job is the same as it was a year ago. And I think 80% or 85% of Americans, that's the case. Right? And I feel like anything that goes wrong, at this point, you can, you, they'll blame it on the economy. Like you'll go, like you'll get something back from the dry cleaner and it's missing a button. And I'll be like, oh man, housing crisis. That, that's why uh, they're going to say uh, Robin Hood remake bombed. <laughs> His economy. No one wants to see a Robin Hood movie. Isn't, it, isn't that a beautiful like, moment in, in, in the like, history of Hollywood? They're like, you know what we need? A Robin Hood movie because of their spectacular track record. Sure. <laughs> okay, uh, and if okay wait, wait, hold one, on. Let's, let's just pause. Okay, let's pause. Suavity and savoir faire <laughs> to carry off the role of Robin Hood. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's old bellhop puncher. <laughs> Rob from the rich, give to the poor, punch him in their face. Um, well, okay, this Didn't is... he, like, kick his mom in the shins or something? <laughs> I don't know. He drove a car into her house, certainly. The yeah. shin kick is up for debate. Uh, was the Kevin Costner, Brian Adams, Robin Hood movie... Was that... Is that considered a failure? Well, it was one of their more successful collaborations, certainly. <laughs> Costner and Adams. Yeah. Isn't that a failure? Am I mistaken in thinking that's a failure? Because... Yeah, uh, does anybody... Can anyone say for certain, is that considered a failure? Yes. No. Yes? I think it is. I mean, weren't there, mo weren't there more than one, wasn't there more than one Robin Hood movie out at the same time as that Robin Hood movie? Weren't there two dueling Robin Hood movies? Yeah. <laughs> you might be thinking of Armageddon and Deep Impact. You're confusing Robin Hood and Asteroids. My wife, my wife's, my wife's like childhood favorite movie is the animated Disney version of Robin Hood. Yeah, I, every, every time I have a creepy conversation with someone about a cartoon character that they find sexual, it's, uh, it's a lady in the Robin Hood fox. <laughs> Wait, it's a, specifically it's a lady in the Robin Hood fox? I, I'm sure Like making I, out? Uh, no, no, every time I'm... Every time I'm having girl that, on girl is every the time I'm having that conversation talking to these yes, people about? I am talking about that. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it seems like there are there's a, a group of women who who have a kind of fostered a childhood crush on that animated Robin Hood, uh, and they talk to you about it like it's normal. <laughs> well, I think it's sort of like it's not that I'm calling anyone's sexuality bizarre. 
Here's the thing. Like, I feel I mean, like... I like butts, so... <laughs> I'm... <laughs> no. I feel like no matter what, like no matter what generation you're in, you hold these these Disney films that came out when you were eight years old in just this intense reverence, sure. right? And like for my father, like my father can tell me about the first time he saw, um, you know, uh, 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 Peter Pan or something like that in the early '50s, and uh, and he can sort of legitimately say that to me. And I feel like for most periods of Disney history, and thus for most generations, you can comfortably admit to liking it. But like, for me, it's like my revered childhood Disney movie is the one that was about like a dog Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? And like, that's how revered it is in American culture, is that I can't even remember what animal Sherlock Holmes was. All I can remember was that it was... Uh, the Great Mouse Detective. There you go. Sure. I know that. Was he looking for mouses, or was he a mouse? No, oh, he was a mouse and uh, some, some sort of cheese. And it all, guess. like, the only, I feel like the only saving grace, the only saving grace is that I know that there's a generation that's, go, that's about to come to, to sort of adolescence and adulthood, who loved Treasure Planet. <laughs> right. Titan AE. Um, are, there, are there like kids who are like, oh, we were a Don Bluth house. <laughs> they would not let us near the Disney shit because it was so commercial. We were just a Don Bluth house. Raise your hands. That was no one. I grew up loving Cool World. <laughs> that what it was called? Cool uh, World? Yeah, I know, what, I know what that is. Okay, Jordan, I feel like we should give you, we should give you a, a, a moment of dignity, given that you're wearing this Spider-Man costume. Maybe we should go back. You mean some more moments of dignity, <laughs> in addition to the ones I've already been having. So me, me and Jordan, no, I'm prepared to wear this for the whole thing. Are you okay um, with that? Well, I, I still feel like we need a brief break, if okay. you don't mind. Yeah, Jordan yeah, sure. and I. Um, okay. Uh, thank you, Jordan and I. Uh, Jordan and I, of course, have the Maximum Fun Play drive coming up. I'm sure most many of the people in here are members, and we figured we wanted to create something special for people sure. uh, who were donating, but then we thought, well, the people who came to Max FunCon are all special as well, and so maybe we should share it with them as well. Um, we also would really, really like even the faintest glimmer of approval from any of the three Rift Track guys who are here. Yeah, I feel like, okay, we're, we're about to show a, a public domain short that uh, we joked over. Um, uh, yeah, are the Rift Tracks guys, are you here? If just make a small sound. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, this, I feel like I'm about Murphy to read uh, Sylvester Stallone, my cliffhanger fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, alternately, masturbate in front of Sex King. <laughs> Yeah, I should have stayed with the cliffhanger thing. Well, without any further ado, shall we present to yeah, them? Yeah, I guess. Do you want me to actually get changed? Are you, are you bothered by effort Spider-Man thing? Well, it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. Sure. Although, I, frankly, are you, okay, I'm not are you, dressed are you, that, much more a, sil that much less silly than you are. Sure. There's a push and pull. Do you feel like I'm going to be more uncomfortable outside of the outfit? Are you? Do you feel like your comfort level will... I have a question. When out? you say that you're thinking about taking off the outfit back there, I was suggesting that you put back on your other clothes that you were wearing earlier. No, I, would just come out, you... I would just come out in my Hulk undies. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen, without any further ado, uh, please enjoy our own uh, joked-over short film, Social Courtesy. 
Hello, home viewer. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. Um, we're interrupting this exciting Jordan Jesse Go video presentation to remind you that with the broadcast, or I should say podcast, of this Jordan Jesse Go episode begins the Max Fun Drive for 2010. Every year, once a year, we ask you to pony up and support what we do here at MaximumFun.org. That means uh, Jordan Jesse Go, The Sound of Young America. Stop Podcasting Yourself, the Casper Hauser Comedy Podcast, Coil and Sharp, Secret Sex Parties. All those things and nothing else. <laughs> Just those things. Yes. Um, here's how it works. Uh, you give us a small donation every month automatically via PayPal. Uh, be it $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. Or even if you'd like to jo join uh, Jesse's Golden Eagles, $100 a month or for $200 a month, you get membership in Jordan's Platinum Angels. It's a very exclusive club with some benefits. Some benefits, including a free ticket to Max FunCon. Absolutely. Um, here's what you can get if you decide to donate. If you give $5 a month, we'll give you a copy of our brand new, exclusive, only to this pledge drive DVD, The Sound of Young America, live in New York City. Now, Jordan. Yes. When people hear that title, well, they th they'll probably think that this is just the Sound of Young America-related content. I mean, I don't know if you got the Avatar DVD, Jesse. No special features. So this is a similar thing, right? No, absolutely not. This is chock full of special features, and some of them are Jordan Jesse Go specific special features. Jordan, what would you say if I told you that this DVD contains not only hours of extra Sound of Young America interviews, in addition to the New York City show, which features uh, Kumail Nanjiani, our friend Andrew W.K., music video director Rick Cordero, Scott Adzit from uh, 30 Rock on the NBC network, but also two never-before-seen be never Jordan Jesse Go videos. First of all, you'll see all of the cutscenes from our video game, Jordan Jesse Game, uh, which feature not only us, but also our pals John Hodgman and Andy Daly, and the Rift Tracks short that we just cut away from in this very video. That's right, if you want to watch it, you got to pony up $5 a month. What was the question? I don't remember. MaximumFun.org slash donate, and do it now during the Maximum Fun Drive for awesome, awesome prizes. Gags we wrote. Sure, I kept on the outfit. Jordan, <laughs> you did. Didn't I you? had plenty of time to change. Um, you want to introduce our guest? Yes, I would, please. Um, please welcome to the stage uh, one of the funniest stand-up comics in America and one of the nicest ladies I know. And uh, my co-star in a series of Slurpy webisodes, <laughs> Maria Bamford. No. You gotta admit, Jordan, she's yeah. got star quality. She does. Wait, Slurpy webisodes? Oh, uh, you probably don't even know this. Uh, this <laughs> there was this series of Slurpy webisodes where yes. you had to like call in to find uh, like a Slurpy coupon. Yes, yes. I, you were in one, and you were funny as a crazy cat lady, and I was in one that wasn't that funny, where I was this stoner guy. See, I tried to find those on the intranet, and I could not find them. Oh, they exist. Oh, okay. Yours is very funny. Okay, really? It turned out okay? Yeah, yeah. They, I got there, and they said, um, they, uh, they said, uh, the, the cat isn't trained. 
Yeah. It was just, so just like, a random cat. <laughs> it was a random cat. In these somebody... Maria plays like a crazy cat lady, and she's naming all of her cats. Well, Anyways, it started out like this description of the set was really fun. It was like they're like, oh, it's gonna be twenty five cats all over you, and then you know it's gonna be, and then then it turned out it's this one really mad cat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like who they brought from home, and, and like yeah, it doesn't just really like personal it, cat. other people. Is oh. it possible that cat lady is like a sliding scale based on number of cats going on one axis, and then angry? of cat <laughs> so you can be a crazy cat lady yeah. if your one cat is super angry yeah. Yeah. Well, I totally got scratched a couple times and it was exciting yeah. uh, during mine uh, they, they called me in they're like we loved what you did in the audition we just want that they even like wrote some of my ad libs into the script and when I got there they're like more like Jack Black. Think Jack Black. I'm like, I've never acted like Jack Black in my life. Oh, no, like, really? I don't, like, why did you say, you got the wrong guy. Did you do a cool strutting dance? <laughs> yeah. And I sang be- surprisingly beautifully. Uh, no, anyways. Jordan, I, this is actually, this is something that I wanted to talk to you about because I know that you recently obtained a cat. Oh, yes, uh, I did. I got a, I, uh, I'm I sure. Did. Uh, so yeah, I got a cat. Uh, we had had pets as kids, but uh, you know they were like outside pets, and my parents were never. Uh, no, that's not my cat. That's something Jesse's interested in. <laughs> Spoiler: We're gonna talk about that pig some more. Uh, anyway, so I I. It's a nice uh, landscape. <laughs> yeah, that is a nice landscape. <laughs> How do you, uh, Jesse? There she is. Oh, come on. Uh, she's a little honey. Yeah. Daddy's little baby. Um, no, and I, I've, I've just realizing what a fraternity the world of cat people is. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, I don't mean to you're, burst your bubble, but it's a sorority. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's up, dude? Where there, are you headed? <laughs> there have been a lot of us. Got some sweet catnip toys. Yeah. I heard they got some new catnip bunnies in over at the old pet zone. You want to smoke a bong load and uh, <laughs> or pull some rips and yeah, some rips, some get some new scratching posts. Uh, Ooh, Marie, Mark you, Marin, Mark Marin, he has some fancy feast. Yeah, he is. Okay. he's got a, quite a number of kitties. He didn't he? He rescued a litter of kitties at one point. Yeah. No, I, I mean I, 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 I've heard he's in love. <laughs> with those babies. Yes, he calls his house the cat ranch, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got a pre-cat ranch situation going on. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, Have you started to build uh, one of those like uh, <laughs> roof-level obstacle course adventure tracks for the cat? I have opened up a Whole Foods bag for her to climb into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and for, for the longest time, I considered uh, the stories of cat people, about right. their cats, to me were... Long. Long. I would say up there with my dream stories and my car accident stories. And that I understand this is so interesting to you, but like cat stories never involve like the cat catching a burglar or doing a flip. It's always like, she jumped on the couch and looked at me like, what's going on? Uh, she was oddly distant, but in my heart, I knew she loved me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, but now, uh, I, I've only had her a couple of weeks, and I am just like, me and cat people are just jiving. Uh, I'm telling stories about, she, she gets in the bathtub because she likes drinking out of the faucet. I've got her a bowl of water, but she loves licking that faucet. 
And I love people's cat stories now to where I, 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 am, I am compelled by what they were doing, how they rolled over funny. Like, I'm, I'm in it. It's good stuff. It's tight. Maria, it's, I know, it's very tight. I know that like you, that, that, like, that you, like me, are a big dog fan. You yeah, have I love two a doggy, dogs. But I can appreciate a kitty, you know, if they have a nice fat belly. <laughs> and a nice face. A face is real nice. <laughs> Uh, what are your what are your what are your what are your pugs' names? Uh, Blossom and Bertrand. Mm-hmm. Are you Bert- with other pug people? Is there like a camaraderie? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to a nice pug out in uh, Pasadena. Pug uh, out. go to a. Oh sure, the Pasadena pug out. I know sure. what you're talking about. Yeah. Sure, it's a meetup. Might want to strike it out. We all and, know about uh, the PPG. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you get wasted. I know I met a, a like a, a close friend. Yeah, I'm adding friends, and uh, she uh, we met like three years ago, and I met her. Because I'm of her sorry. Pug. Pause this just for a second. Yeah. You've been adding friends. Adding friends. Well, because last uh, last podcast was oh I shouldn't talk about the last podcast, but they were saying that uh, like I was adding friends. You never lose friends. You just keep adding. It was a new friend. Okay. So I was uh, referencing that. Which won't make any sense. Uh, two people. Yeah, so you're you're building you're building up your list. I'm building up my list, and uh, my friend uh, had a pug, uh, Violet, and I was. I, said, I went up to her and I was like, ah, dear bird. And, uh, and she, I remember she tells the story over and over again uh, that she didn't believe that I was a comedian and that I was just telling her a story. Like I was just like kind of an odd character. Sure, and you tell lie stories. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, ah, I just spin false yarns for fun. <laughs> I don't know. I have to work that out with her. Have you, Jordan, you, have you, when we last spoke about this cat, which was a week or two ago, you had yet to give it a name. Uh, yes, no, uh, she has a name now, but she did go unnamed for a long time. Her name is Bugs. She chases Bugs. Yeah, Bugs. yeah. Bugs uh, with a Z, Bugs with an S. Uh, oh, S, but I, I, you know, I made a mistake. I never thought to spell it with a Z. <laughs> oh, oh, man boy. enough to admit that. Yes, I am. Uh, I'll ask for directions. Um, <laughs> Uh, and this is, and this, and I, you know, and I, I've been kind of struggling to name her, and, and um, uh, I, I. Did you get a book of cat names? No, I didn't. Uh, I should have. Uh, I'm sure those exist. Uh, bugs with an S, bugs with a it Z, they're so right much. next to each it other. So much. Um, and my, uh, I, I got her from a shelter, so they had to call my landlord to make sure it was okay to have cats in the apartment. So my landlord knows about the cat, and my landlord is. Uh, God, he's not the kind of guy who would have been a roadie for Grateful Dead. He's a little too young for that, but maybe like Metallica. I don't know. He's he's he basketball. Those are two roughly equivalent bands. No, no, but I I I contend that the people who would be roadies for those like sim like dudes like oh yeah I was a roadie like he's I don't been know. out in the sun a lot. Yes, yes, he's he's weathered uh, basketball shorts at all times. Uh, his name is RC. I don't know his last name. <laughs> Uh, and I walked out, and he's like, he's like, hey, how's that cat working out? I'm like, oh, great. He's like, giving her a name yet? Uh, I'm like, nope, I haven't. And then he suggested something that's been kind of baffling to me, and I, I, I haven't been able to wrap my brain around it. So he's like, yeah, give her a, cam- give her a cat a name now? Nope, not yet. He's like, hey, you should name her 420. <laughs> and I've just kind of been obsessing about that lately, and wha- what he, like... Because her mo- love makes me so high. Yeah, right, I know. Her little dear snuggles. Uh, and I guess it was around 420 that he said that. It might have actually been 420. Uh, does that make it less weird if it was actually on 420, I guess, is my, is my question. So you're saying if he was celebrating a holiday, yeah. would it be less weird? Or would it be more weird as if, for example, he had suggested that you name the cat Flag Day? Sure. <laughs> 
I think if you smoke a lot of pot, then you have jumps in logic, you know, where he was just already in a new subject, you know, or, you know, he was, he was, he had had something happen in his brain in between you talk. Anyways, it, it all made sense. He stepped further yeah. to a new yeah, yeah. area. He's like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if other shit was called 420? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, that is, I think he was that confusing is, you with his bong. That is an element of uh, of your marijuana culture, which is making everything a tribute to marijuana. Sure. <laughs> yes. Like you're like, oh yeah, this rules, and I'm gonna tell the world. They <laughs> <laughs> need to know. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody is nobody like nobody would admit it before. Everybody's got the George Bush blinders on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like making George Bush jokes now is funnier. By the way. <laughs> No one seems to think so, as referenced by that silence. Uh, but I think it, I think they're great. Can we can we talk about my new pet? Yes, we can. Yes. Oh, okay. Maria, I know you've met my dog Coco yeah, before. Yeah, Coco. My, my sweet pup how's, Coco. How's Coco working out? Oh, she's doing fantastic. <laughs> you should name him. You know, she's. Shit. For real, though. Yeah. For real. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> Maria, I wanted, I wanted to use, <laughs> I wanted to use these, these video off. projectors that we have here at this show to show you something that I think is probably one of the more magical moments in media history. And I know that a, a lot of folks may have heard me talk a little bit about this, but they haven't experienced it directly. Sure, sure. So yeah. while I pull it up, you could sort of give uh, an introduction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so Jesse uh, doesn't watch regular TV, watches uh, Antiques Roadshow. Um, and uh, he became obsessed with this item on Antiques Roadshow. Uh, it's a, a Hungarian pull toy shaped like a pig from uh, like the... the teens or the aughts or something uh the 19 aughts um and it's called chompers and uh, uh um uh, i think jesse named it chompers and uh and this is its appearance on the antiques roadshow and it looks like a monster that uh you see after you take lsd <laughs> it is going to do something soon Okay, fail, Jordan. Fail. No, I no, like, no. Okay. Like your previous video about that guy who was preparing for a life of domestic violence. Yes. <laughs> like that was that was really exciting to see how see how you can cover it when other people are around. Yeah, right, sure. We understand that as a teen, you're murderous. <laughs> yeah. Your father beat you and you've seen that as an example. Now you want to be out in the world and get someone to marry you. Here's a few simple tricks. Yeah. <laughs> No, he seems really nice. Push down the rage, yeah. <laughs> I know he shoved me in the past. <laughs> and I found it in an antique junk shop and collectibles. That's jumpers. And uh, I had to have it, just couldn't resist. And you found it in an antique junk shop and collectibles. Which was a lot of money for me 25 years ago. But I thought to myself, Still it's probably really a lot of money to pay for that. Object I had never <laughs> seen anything like. Well, chompers. The is titular chompers. In our business, but... Sometimes you see something you've never seen before. Right. And I must say, I've never seen this before. It's generically a, a pull toy. Right. Generically. Cast speaking. iron wheels and probably made in Germany. 
Okay. Probably but made around 1895 to 1910. Most pull toys you see from Germany are, are like horses. Right. They're about this big, little wooden platforms. Right. Sometimes a lamb. Lambs are very popular. Right. Sure. Goats blah, are blah, very, very blah. popular. You seldom Tell see me what pigs. Good taste I have. And you seldom see platform toys this big. Right. So I mean, this thing is really exciting. Plus, you you're telling find me, guy. So cute and so animated. So push him over here. Wait. Oh God! I mean, this guy is really a little oh, charming. Glass eyes. It jumps. It jumps. That's right. His name is Jumpers. If you took off the legs, it would be a horror blimp. Absolute charm. Oh my God. My hunch is at auction, this could easily bring two thousand to twenty-five hundred dollars. Yes, champion pig. I mean, I think he's just. Is this Thanks the entire episode of Antiques Roadshow that we're going to watch? <laughs> Jordan, I think we can both agree that this is some pig. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. crunchy. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I know, I know what you're thinking, Jordan. Hmm. Oh, that the story would end there. <laughs> but it didn't. Because there's a gentleman, there are certain special people in the world. Sure. You're, there's people. Barack Obama. People who bring people who bring magic into our lives. Sure. The people king. like uh, people like Andrew W. K. or like Maria Bamford, yes. or like Sneedglow <laughs> from the MaximumFun.org forums. Sure. Uh, this gentleman Sneedglow. I don't know what he does in his day-to-day -day life, in his daily career. I, I think he's he's somewhere out in the audience. I think maybe. But uh, I, I don't know what his regular job is. I presume that it has short hours, given what I'm about to reveal. I got this box in the mail. Uh, a couple. I got this box in the mail uh, a little while ago. Don't worry, it's not open yet. It's just a big box. There's nothing to see. People who are standing up to see in the back. And I had no idea what was going to be in it. I thought it might be uh, like a, a T-shirts, you know, because we get a big box full of T-shirts for the Sound of Young America Could or something like that. Could be a like human that. head. <gasps> I open this thing up. <gasps> Gasp. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's a more wonderful Chompers. Yes. Now it's a more beautiful Chompers. It's a Chompers. <laughs> yeah. Chompers would dream to be. There are <laughs> there are probably people in the audience wondering, is this the original Chompers? No. Because of the verisimilitude. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No. It's a match. It's a match. Oh God. <laughs> this this is a sequel to Chompers. Oh. This is Chompers 2. Now, what are the differences between Chompers 1 and Chompers 2? Rough coat, smooth coat. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So, someone, someone spent a lot of time with the children's page of the Sunday Funnies. <laughs> um, certainly there's that. Certainly this Chompers is perhaps a, a little bit more rotund than that oh, Chompers. Um, I would probably say that while this Chompers is worth uh, two dollars to $3,000 at auction... Uh, this Chompers is roughly worthless. No! More or less. It only has artistic or moral value. Moral <laughs> value. Sure. Because it's a, it's a physical manifestation of someone who really believes in something. Now, here's the thing. You may remember that the original Chompers was a mechanical pull toy, and the original Chompers made a sound we did, when it was pulled. We did that was like eight seconds ago, sure. 
Uh, it turns out that uh, this Chompers is a pull toy as well. Now, I haven't. I am concerned that I may have left it on for the last several months or last several weeks since I received it. Um, but here's the thing. So what Snidgeglow tells me, craftsmanship is spectacular. The modeling. He's got the Chompers down perfectly. It's a really spectacular display. Now what he it told me was... It is less frightening, though. It is a sweeter Chompers. It, it, sure, it is. It is. It's softer to the, to the brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... It's he, not trying to bore its way into my soul. He was... <laughs> He was unable to... It's just saying when my soul comes out of my body, it's going to beat it up. He was unable to replicate the exact sound that Chompers makes. Oh, oh it's not on. But look, oh, see, it, it moves. it's a leathery tap. But what's truly amazing about it is if I can oh. roll him over here. He's durable, people. This is a very durable animal. Okay, I'm going to take off his the belt around his neck. <laughs> and somewhere here... It's European pig belt. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> it's very beautiful. So this is what he did. He couldn't isolate the sound of Chompers from the video. So instead, he isolated my impression of Chompers <laughs> from a past Jordan sure. Jesse Go episode, captured it using some kind of ghost vial, and transferred it into the papier-mâché body of Chompers 2. This is a display of craftsmanship like no one has ever seen before. A round of hearty yes, applause absolutely. for Snidge Glow. Yeah, Snidge Glow. There Snidge he is. Look at that handsome man. Oh. Well turned out as well. He's excellent. He's uh, good with a he's good with a modeling kit. Sure. Mm. You know what I mean? He can make a mean teeth. Well, Maria, thank you so much for thank coming up so and being on the show with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very Maria much. Maria Bamford, ladies thank and you, gentlemen. Thank you. The great Maria Bamford, one of the best. We actually have one more uh, guest we on the show. We do, yes, one more bit thing. You know, Jordan, uh, we live in morally uncertain times. Don't I know it. And it's in times like these that we need, I don't want to say a god, but a sort of half-man, half-god who can provide moral clarity. Sure. Maybe someone who can turn into a swan. Absolutely. Good one. And, I don't know. Hey, that's something from Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> Who could turn into a swan? One of those guys. Shit was going down in Greek sure, mythology. Sure, people am I were right? turning into all kinds of shit. All the things. I feel like every Greek myth starts or ends with Zeus fucking a beautiful woman and then turning her into a cow or something. Sure. <laughs> like that was his system for controlling it. Mm -hmm. um, our uh, our next guest is the kind of demigod who can bring uh, a sense of black and white to our world of grays. Sure. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Judge John Hodgman. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Be seated. It's a pleasure to have you here, Judge Hodgman. Let's be seated. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll give you $3,000 for that pig. <laughs> I feel like I might be able to do better in an if you auction can... format. Can you vouch for its authenticity? <laughs> yes, that's an authentic Chompers too. I'll be the auction. I'll be the auction guy. Blah, 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 blah. Nah, Thir- never mind. <laughs> Thirty-five hundred. Uh, Judge Hodgman, it's a pleasure to have you here. It's, it's a pleasure, pleasure and an honor to have you here. Oh, thank you very much. In your courtroom, I it's guess always, it is now. It's always good to, to be in my courtroom. Um, we put out the call for a case for Judge John Hodgman to decide <laughs> for here a dispute at Max FunCon. Um, and what I knew is, if you're looking for a dispute, you want to look to a teenage daughter and her father. Oh, sure. Um, the battle is old yes. as time itself. Yes, indeed. Our, our complainant, Crystal Lynn Asher. She's the daughter of our friend Daryl Asher, a.k.a. Daryl in Montana. Sure. Um, Crystal Lynn, why don't you come up here? There's a microphone for you to use. Thank you for coming. Thank you for Hello, coming here, Crystalline. Thank you for having me. Hello, Crystalline. Thank you again for the eye drops earlier. You're welcome. Jordan, would you saber. would you like to always go to the teenager for the eye drops? <laughs> um, Jordan, would you like to represent for the Febreze? My dad would take away the car if he knew. <laughs> um, now this is a dispute between uh, you and your father. Yes. It I is. find in favor of your father. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, would you like to represent Crystalline or Daryl? Uh, sure. Uh, hey, D- Daryl. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Daryl. Great. I'm with like Crystalline. A, Come on up, Daryl. I have a fatherly aspect to my sure. personality. And I'm great with teenage girls. Gross. Um, Crystalline, uh, if I might question you for a moment. Go ahead. Uh, what specifically is your complaint against your father? The so-called Daryl in Montana. Our complaint is on the basis of money. Oh, okay. Okay. So, when he agrees to pay for something, I feel like it's okay to then refer to it as we have to pay for this or it is our money in the case of he's agreed to pay for it, such as school. Crystal, and let's talk a little bit about the kinds of things that you're asking him to pay for. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned school. School. You're an enthusiastic student, are you not? Yes, very enthusiastic. Um, you love to study and learn. Always. Would it be possible to study and learn without tuition expense? No, not really. Not for my major. I need a degree for my job. That's a good point. Can what, what I ask kind of, what your major is? I'm a marketing major with an art studio minor. Very well. <laughs> I'll see where this leads. Go on. <laughs> Uh, Crystalline, where? Uh, okay, so you're a you're a teen, I'm right? I'm twenty, but close. Okay, you're teenish. Twenty uh, is a kind of teen. Sure. <laughs> uh, a post-teen. You, uh, I'm sure you love, uh, you know, Jordan. Facebook. What? Twenty is a tween. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you love Facebook and uh, related social networkings objection your what? honor this is a valid line of questioning all right i go on facebook on occasion i mostly follow comedians and stuff on there i'm not on it to bitch about people mm, objection I withdrawn i think she's not on there to bitch about people uh i feel like that's a lie and you teens spend all your time on facebook and you don't have a job objection <laughs> Council, the only very... teens this man knows are the ones he buys beer for in front of the 7-Eleven. Whoa! 
whoa, that is just so they'll think I'm cool. Order, I don't order. want them to get drunk. Council is very energetic, but I still have no idea what the complaint is. So I would, I would ask council to please refrain from speaking. Sure. While Kristen explains what the problem is, what the money problem is. Okay, so I work 16 and a half hours a week, which is squeezed in between classes. Sure. Um, what do you do? I work at the Bird Lab. It's really nerdy. I do research and data entry. At the, so. at the what lab? The Bird, bird lab? lab? You do yeah. experiments on birds. Kind of. We watch videotapes okay. of birds. You tear them apart while they're alive. Crystalline, <laughs> <laughs> would you characterize your You make them watch work? while you smash their eggs. Would you characterize your... <laughs> what, really? Tearing them apart alive isn't worse than that? Okay. Crystalline, would you characterize your work as so, that of a studious young tween? Yes. And I work as much as I can. Certainly not some bitchy Facebook user. No, not at all. And so what's the problem exactly, Chris? Okay, so I work as much as I can. My step, dad tells step, me, step right up to the microphone. because My I, dad I'm, tells me that I need to pay for person. my expenses first until I pay for anything else, which I do. I'll be working almost full-time this summer. He's made an agreement with me to let him know expenses before they come up so he can help pay for them. He says he can help as much as he can. I that's quoting. And... Um, the summer bill comes up, and that's $800 for my summer tuition, which when I go up to him and tell him, hey, we need to pay this, he snaps at me and tells me, don't tell me what to do with my money, <laughs> which is already an agreement he has made to pay for my school. I feel like it's okay for me in an instance to where he said he would pay for it to refer to it as we need to pay or our money. Crystalline, are you a child? No. But is this abuse? <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I yield the floor. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you'd like to add to your complaint at this time? No, I said I, I try really hard. And I, I, I've, you know. I've done my best to understand your strange teen lingo that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you I think I understand clarify. the contours of your argument, so perhaps it's time to hear from your father. Please, step, please approach. Hello, Your Honor. You've heard, you've heard the complaint from your daughter. I'm sorry that it's come to this. I know. But uh, it's time for you now to respond to the complaint. My response is, I I'm not a rich man. But I'm a loving father who does his best. Objection, Your Honor. A blue collar, rust belt type. Funny. <laughs> and failing. That's the job of this fake pig. <laughs> You're taking a job away from a... Never mind. No. From a good American fake pig. Sure. Do you understand the nature of the complaint? Uh, yes, I understand the nature of the complaint. Please step to the mic, because I'm, 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 I'm an older person. Yeah. So, yeah. She doesn't want me to complain when she refers to my money as our money. Okay. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, objection, witness doesn't do you, care about do you, this. Do you s <laughs> so I guess I win because do you my guy is trying. <laughs> Point of personal privilege, I have to pee. All right, do you stipulate to the fact that you do complain when she refers to, yes. say, tuition? She says, we need to pay tuition, and then you and do say, Don't in a very... Yeah quick, bitter, juvenile, small way, turn around and, and I say, bitch about it on Facebook. 
There seems to be some role confusion. <laughs> Uh, Daryl, can I ask, is your daughter a social young lady? Yeah, she gets out a couple times a month. A couple of times a month. <laughs> Interesting. Darryl, Would you see that that's 20 or 30 times a month? Yes. So probably 30 About times 30 a month. 30 or 40. Really? Daryl, is this or is this not a familiar scene to you? Very you funny. and your then sub-tween-aged daughter are sitting on the sofa in your family home. It's your weekly ritual, watching the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Something happens that is not quite, but almost a joke. Instead of laughing, you nod knowingly. Let, Let the, the record, record show. show. <laughs> Nodding knowingly. That he nodded knowingly, indeed. Um, <clears throat> may I ask a question? Uh, you mentioned that you are not a wealthy man. No. Are you currently employed? Yes. Do you also torture birds? Yes. Oh, no, no, do, no do she a, does. What is your profession, if I may ask? Uh, I work for the federal government. Ah, uh, I see. Very and good. And I do freelance uh, web design. For and the federal government? No. Oh, okay. Well, no. Okay. He does I certain members of Congress' right? Facebook right? pages. Exactly. <laughs> So not, not only do you... Do you By the do way, you I really liked your Daryl Issa. Oh, good. <laughs> His picture was like hot, but not too slutty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Facebook I'm is. Pre I'm prepared. I I'm thought that red cup was a nice touch because who knows what's in there. Something party-friendly, I'd imagine. <laughs> okay. Pic Facebook pictures, but it's a congressman. Right? Objection, Your Honor. The audience did not care for my joke. Perhaps you would prefer some four-square humor. Are you guys more into that now? No. If counsel may refrain from <laughs> quipping for a moment, I would like to say that I am prepared to make my judgment. Oh, good. Before this federal employee is caught by the Tea Party. Um, I am a father myself of a human daughter. <laughs> So, as you could see, I reflexively wished to rule in your favor without even hearing the evidence. And I would say in 99 out of 100 cases, that would be correct. But this is that rare 1% where I must find in favor of a daughter. Of the person who bribed you father. with Visine. What? Oh. Objection, Your Honor. That is a valid criticism. I, was, <laughs> I am happy to recuse myself from the case in which there shall be, you know, no judgment really shall yeah, be passed, no through, sentence shall be made that will be again. enforceable. No, but, will. Uh, but, you will, but you will hear the truth since I think you know it already, sir. <laughs> when you have a child... By default, you enter into a kind of partnership with that child. I think it's a partnership that you uh, that you respect insofar as you travel around the country together going to weird podcast conventions. <laughs> you obviously enjoy each other's company. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, retroactive objection. What's up with that? <laughs> Seems weird. You this obviously, is, you obviously enjoy each other's money. company. Uh, you, you share a, a, a friendship that many uh, uh, parents do not have with their children. Uh, even though they may love them, they don't hang around with them on Facebook and bitch and moan about each other in <laughs> virtual settings and that sort of thing. 
and, um, and you obviously feel comfortable spending the money to come here. Uh, your daughter is making, uh, obviously, a responsible, mature person who, when she sees someone having uh, you know, aller allergic distress <laughs> and irritated eyes, is willing to offer a perfect stranger uh, Visine drops. More, more important than that, she has her own source of income. She's very responsible. She has her own source of income tearing birds apart, <laughs> which many, many a child would not. And indeed, you may note that she is only a studio art minor. <laughs> Most children would be studio art majors. <laughs> but she is responsible and is thinking, she will, you know, thinking ahead and thinking, what would my father probably prefer? I'm going to get a, I'm going to major in marketing and actually have a livelihood in the future. <laughs> this is a relationship that you want to preserve. While I appreciate your youthful appearance and your desire to hang around with children, <laughs> both online and off, <laughs> that, does, that does not give you an excuse to be juvenile. When your daughter says, we have to pay for this, you say, Yes, we do. Because though you wish to be young, you are mortal. And that money will eventually be hers. <laughs> and with the certainty of death, we thank the Asher family, Judge John Hodgman, Maria Bamford. You look nice yep. today. Where Jordan Jesse go? Have fun at dinner. Good night. Thanks for watching our Jordan Jesse Go live episode from here in beautiful Lake Arrowhead, California, and Max Von Kahn. It was a pleasure to entertain you. Yes, it was. Thanks for looking at us. Now, Jordan, you work in commercial television. Um, that's a service that you pay for every month, right, on cable? Absolutely. Uh, and also, uh, that service also earns money by putting quite a number of uh, television commercials in between the bits of entertainment, am I right? Too many of them, I'd say. Do they do that once a year, or do they do that all the time? Oh, no, that is constantly. That's a, uh, that's a constant. In contrast, how would you describe how we raise money to run Jordan Jesse Go? Uh, by exploiting people's kind hearts. <laughs> and by exploiting, I mean depending on and thanking for. We've got a lot of amazing thank you gifts for those of you who support us. Uh, at $5 a month, you can get a copy of our brand new exclusive DVD. $10 a month, and you can get a Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt, a Sound of Young America t-shirt, or a Stop Podcasting Yourself t-shirt, and the DVD. And for $20 a month, you can also prick a... Pr you can also prick a prize. Yeah. You can also pick a prize from our Jordan Jesse Go Sound of Young America MaximumFun.org Stop Podcasting Yourself prize pool, which includes all kinds of really cool, awesome CDs and DVDs and books and all kinds of awesome stuff like that. So visit us online at MaximumFun.org slash donate. That's MaximumFun.org slash donate. And uh, we'll also see you the evening of May 28th for Jordan Jesse Go Live, the live stream marathon extravaganza that will cap off our pledge drive. Yep, that's going to be good. We'll see you at MaximumFun.org slash donate and next week on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>